welcome back everybody to the cnc replay i'm noel i'm corey um and noel is catching up on my record for most places recorded uh yes in, in this podcast so noel do you want to tell the people where you're at i am currently outside of sacramento california um with brecken pod famous brecken she's in Bre the background brecken brecken is totally allowed on you should just put her next to your mic and she can just chime in Brecken is totally allowed on. You should, you should just put her next to your mic and she's allowed in whenever. Yeah, come on. Come sit. There's two chairs here, actually. So, Do you have a splitter for your for your headphones? You should put that in. I don't, but I do have other headphones. So, headphones. Ben, I'm apologizing right now for the amount of editing you're going to have to do. Give us That's one okay. second. No, it's okay. Should I just enter? I'm going to entertain the people while we're here. Um, big week in Detroit sports. Lots of, uh, lots of season starters. Lots of uh, exciting uh, beginnings, and then lots of the same when we talk about our Lions uh, this week. So uh, that's going to be a hoot and a half for us to talk about, and I hope people heard me say hoot and a half. That's one of my favorite phrases to say. Lots to talk about, lots of the same, and we will begin with our Detroit Lions, which <sighs> I really did think the Lions had a chance against the Bengals. I, I was convinced, maybe not convinced, but there was like a like a 60-40% chance. I'm like, you know what? They, they have this. They could they could beat this team. And yet, I think that was the first notification we got, I got when we landed, <laughs> was. was, I think I told you this, was uh, the Lions were down, I think it was 9 to 40 to 39 or something like that. 9 to 37. I can't remember what it was exactly. Yeah, it was, I think the final score was 34 to 11. Okay. Yeah. Because that was the second notification I got was the two point, uh, go ahead for the yes. for the lions after that so super happy to get that i can't with this light in my face i I, I i just so thankfully i didn't have to watch the game like i was watching highlight i was at the colts game on sunday watching an actual football team you know play football um so that was fun they they beat up on the texans which they should have beaten up on so i was getting like highlights in the stadium of the lions so like i was constantly checking my phone and then they'd show like highlights on the jumbotron um it was as bad as the stats in box score shows um gross i i've been somewhat defending jared goff on here um no longer pretty consistent pretty consistently jared goff was downright atrocious today and like the whole like madden strategy of no like passes past 10 yards yes that works in a video game not in the nfl especially especially when you're trying to win football games it, it was just pitiful i don't think he i don't even think he attempted a pass more than 20 yards down the field at any point during that game. And also there was a fourth yard or there was a fourth down play where he was rolling out, trying to make something happen. And he throws it away. You can't do that. That's, that's inexcusable on fourth down. Like at least just chuck it up somewhere that like a, potentially something can happen, but no, he's just, he, you might as well have just thrown an interception. It's literally the same thing to throw it away on fourth down than to just throw it at the, the defense. It's literally the same thing in that regard. Um, and I, I was happy to hear that Dan Campbell uh, kind of ripped into him a little bit at the end of the game. He was like, we need more out of him. I think he also said something like he needs more help, but we also need more help out of him. So like not to like totally whatever. Mm -hmm. But <sighs> the guy was awful. 
on Sunday. He was just downright pitiful. And then everything else about the Lions is is pitiful. They have no defensive help. They've got no talent. And this is one of those games that really showed. Now, I, we talked about last week how 0-16 could be a possibility. Like, it's not out of the, the range of focus. The Jacksonville Jaguars just won their first game of the year. The Lions are the only winless team left in the in the NFL. And I, like I said before, I think there was two legitimate chances of the Lions getting a win. One being next week against the Eagles at home, but the Eagles are starting to figure some things out now. And then the other week having the Bears at home on Thanksgiving. I don't know now anymore. And if, if I, you, you have to find new ways to articulate your disappointment with this team. And we are on the cusp of them doing that. Now, I'm going to say we all expected them to be bad this year. We understand that, but bad is I don't know that we expected 0 and 7. Bad is like 3 wins. Bad is 2 wins. It's not no, yeah. it's not uncompetitive football. Now they have been had bad luck. They've been screwed out of a couple wins. I get it. That's fine. Bad is not 0 and 16 or 0 and 17. That's that's abysmal. That is that is historically awful. If they are the, I mean, no other team should should be should go zero and sixteen and zero and seventeen, but the Detroit Lions. I mean, that's no other team should. But the fact that it has to be the Lions that that is that team is just we deserve better. I'm sorry. I know this is week what they're zero and six now. Yes. Bre I Brecken, you can't. Know we were that far into football season. You can't. So... You can't show our cards like that. Brecken. We have to. We have That's to at least no think. Football is not my sport at all. That's okay. That's okay. Hey, we'll get. We'll give you this pass. You guys I'm just know what's going on. No, it's <laughs> it's been. just. I just want. I have to tell. I have to tell the world this. Stop today. No, this is the this is the meanest and funniest thing Noelle's ever said in her life. We were driving around Sacramento. We're like, all right, we're going to head to the Airbnb. And Noel goes, yeah. <laughs> My social battery is pretty depleted. And I was like, what do you mean? You've only been hanging out with me. Yes. I just apparently so draining that Noel just can't stand to be around me anymore. <laughs> but now we have to share this Airbnb. Nice. We have to share a bed. Yeah, we <laughs> Nice. So... One of us will be taking some quiet time. That's beautiful. In the corner. <laughs> It'll be me. Anyway, I just wanted someone else to know that. Someone else being Corey and all of our listeners. Yes. All four of our listeners will, will know that you get to share the same bad. I cool. just wanted them cool. to know that Noel's tired of my company and we're not even on day three yet. <laughs> in, my <laughs> in my defense... I have seen you consistently and consecutively, not just three days, but for while. five. Yeah, because I was with you the two days before that. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, I'm, I didn't actually take it personally, but it was very funny. Yeah, so the world's gonna think I'm an asshole. Hold now. on, hmm, I'm having some so. technical difficulties here. Anyway, so back to sports. I like. Back I have music going through my headphones right now. Uh, with what? I don't know why. No, oh, I can hear it. <laughs> like I literally, I, I literally have no clue why. Oh, is it heavy metal? That's all he listens to. I am learning so to, many things like heavy metal. Wow. I don't know what happened. Thousand Foot Crunch is one of his favorite bands. It was, but okay. it was not playing the song that was playing. Interesting. Oh my gosh, that was spooky. Um, but that little segment was the chaotic 
dumpster fire that is the Detroit Lions right now. You you can't lose a game like that, especially at home. You can't. I know that the Bengals are on the up and up. I understand that, but still, they look like an uncompetitive football team, and that's something that we could not say about them the previous five weeks. They took a step backwards this week, and I, I think everybody would be in agreement with that. Um, and this week, Jared, you know, for the most part, Jared Goff hasn't lost them games. He hasn't helped them win games, but this week he, I think he completed 20 passes and he had like 110 yards. That's not good. That's not good at all. Yeah. He's doing nothing to help them win. I mean, how many, how many ways can we say I'm disappointed in the lions before it gets like redundant? Yeah. Yeah. How many ways, how many times can we say before it gets redundant? And like the people on this podcast know what's up. People listening. They've been saying that since like 1957, right? It's this, it's been the same story since then. Exactly. Like, I don't know what we would do if we were a full-time Lions podcast. Cry? Like, what would what what would we do? I don't know. Cry uh, quite uh, quite a bit. Wallow pan, in despair. Pan the entire the audience. See funny performers. I don't know. Yeah. Who showed up today? Yeah. <laughs> Season ticket holder Jim. <laughs> the Lions were pretty pathetic. They need help everywhere. Um, all all but certain with the Jaguars winning this week locks up the number one pick. I'm I'm pretty. If there's like some sort of Vegas betting line, I'm I'm betting Lions have the number one pick. And I would not lose sleep over it. What do you want them most to take? What what do you want them to take the most? Well, that whoop sentence. The number one prospect right now is uh, Thibodeau. He's a defensive end for uh, Oregon. Okay. Um, he's he's a freak. Just a freak athlete. And that's kind of what they need. They need a difference maker on, on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Um, because I'm pretty sure none of us can name a starting... Uh, linebacker slash cornerback right now on this team. Correct. I can't. Nope. I, I, I legitimately can't. And it's not because, like, I'm not a fan and I don't know. Like, I legitimately cannot tell you, A, because of injuries, and B, because they're, they're, they're not worth knowing. Yeah. So that's that's the sorry state that the Lions are in. They lost to the Bengals at home. Yes. Yes, they did. The Bengals. The, I think the one team that has a longer playoff win drought than the Lions is the Bengals. They've lost 16 straight playoff games or something like that. Gross. Just, just, just. It's really bad. I, I don't, I don't even know what to say. I'm so mad at that team. I'm, I'm just pissed. <laughs> Good lord. 0 and 17. Love it. Anyway, no hope for that franchise. Dan Campbell. Can we talk about a franchise that does have a lot of hope? Like, like a lot of hope. Yeah, we can. We, we should yeah, talk about. Let's that talk franchise. about. Let's talk about our most hopeful. At the moment. The Detroit Pistons. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean. I was like, wait, is this the Red Wings? Can I talk about this? Yes. Can I contribute? So, hold on. We need to preface for the audience what, first of all, what my week has looked like. Currently in Sacramento, California, right now. Three days ago. Wait, are in- you in California right now? Yeah. Did we tell you? We're totally on West Coast time right now. Oh, no now. way. Okay. You're in California right now? Yeah. We're no like, way. We're in Cali. We, we are. We're and Cal. it was actually kind of frustrating to me figuring out the time that we could do this because... We were, we're in a three hours behind. Hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just did a, a food review in a car. Not yeah, even thirty y'all ever minutes tried ago. Jack in the Box. Let me tell you, it's an experience. Not a not a good not a great one. It's it's. I could have told you that. Jeez. <laughs> we had to. So Thursday at about one thirty, Brecken texts me and goes, "Hey, what are you doing tonight? Can you get here for the Detroit Red Wings opener?" And I was like, "What time is the game?" She goes, seven i I'm like, "I am." two hours away. I have to work until at least 3.30. I can be there at 5.30. She goes, okay, great. 
because you had a friend with season tickets who dropped out. Yeah, she got sick, so she was like, oh, I don't want this other ticket to go to waste. And as she's texting me all this information, I'm in the middle of trying to type com- something completely different to Noelle. Yeah. So then I just start live texting my reactions as I'm getting <laughs> all these, like, the ticket, the parking pass. Like, oh, this is where you should go. My friend is singing the anthem. And I was like, what is happening, Noelle? Can you go? <laughs> and so she books, she literally books it over here. I, She's never made better time. I shaved a lot of minutes off of my drive time. I will not lie to you. Over under 30. Under 30, yeah. It was, mm-hmm. But it enough. Was, it was close to like 21, 22. Um, oh, okay. Heck yeah. <laughs> yes. Thanks. So we get there, we go to that game. I'm just going to give an overview yeah, of, of the weekend. I don't so have very much. Good. We watch the game. We will get into that in a minute. I drive back the morning, the next morning, so Friday morning at 6. I get back to GR at 8, start work. I get done with work. I have the Grand Rapids Griffins opener that night that I've had tickets for for months. My friend's first hockey game, first live pro hockey game, super fun. Also can get into that in a second. The next morning, Saturday morning, I have a wedding on, back in Detroit that I have to go to. Um, so she drives back to my house. <laughs> I drive back to Brecken's we house. We get ready for the wedding. We get ready for the wedding. Wedding's at 3. We're there until 11. We go to your house again. We sleep for, you slept for like two hours. I slept for a good five. We wake up in the morning. My dad picks us up and drops us off at the airport. We were in California 12 hours after that wedding. Yeah. And then we've just been... And we've been going since. Yeah. So anyways, the week was crazy. Home opener. Can we just talk about that for a moment? I know that they're in the middle of another game. Absolutely. It was... Or actually just ended. Electric. They won to 4-1. 4-1 against the Blue Jackets. Yay! 2-0-1-1! Woohoo! Yes. I have never been to a more electric Red Wings game in my life. Yeah, me either. And we lost. (laughs) That is also true. I don't know how to explain the energy that was in that room. I think it was it was exciting because it was like the COVID restrictions were lifted significantly. Mm-hmm. Everyone had like thunder sticks. Yeah, we were all we, was, our, our bracelets lit up and like yeah, in sync with the those, music. Yes, yeah, so it was so awesome. And then I don't know. I've been to like a few Red Wings games, I mean, and you I worked for the Red yes, Wings, I did. So. I did work there, but. I think one of the most exciting things for me was I've never seen a hat trick at a game, and I've never so I've never seen like them throw the hats at the like yeah. ice. I've never seen them throw an octopus on the ice, and they, that's how the night started, which was so yeah, like that's so fun. Especially yeah. if you've never seen it, and then I don't know, it was so good. And, like, like, the energy was palpable, for and real. like the gondolas and the upper bowl were like pretty much almost packed. I mean, the lower bowl is like that's awesome. Never fully packed because tickets are money, money, money expensive for the for the entertainment value you're getting for the most part. Especially last season, like they weren't doing squat basically. Yeah, um, and you couldn't even go. You couldn't even fill up the bowl. No, exactly. So, um, so that was like a ton of fun. The guy in front of me, just imagine a carbon copy of White Man. <laughs> Just that image. And like the white man emoji, just picture him in red instead of blue. Yes, exactly Sweet. that. He kept screaming, we're in the future, and I connected <laughs> very deeply with him. <laughs> future! It was so... He was, was also several beers in, and he was several. not much bigger than I am, so... Listen, listen, it's the home opener, you gotta... No, 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 no judgment, judgment. No absolutely shame. no judgment. There were so many we drunk people it. around us. Just... I'm pretty sure a man spit all over the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish yeah. I brought a hat. <laughs> Listen, that's like 
I'm I'm super happy for you guys that you got to experience that because like people who don't understand like the game of hockey, like any any playoff sport, for example, like a packed house makes such a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I don't care if it's regular season. I don't care if it's preseason, which I don't. I don't think there'd be any preseason games that'd be packed to the brim. No, I saw pictures of preseason games. It's still pretty empty. <laughs> but the packed house adds the atmosphere. It adds the experience. It adds to everything. Yeah. Um, and I think you guys could definitely feel that in the building. I think yeah. we could feel that, and I feel like the players for think, sure felt it. Because especially for the first two periods. The third one, it was a little The third it one, it was rough. because, you know, it's been however many months since they've actually played. But the first two, they were playing like their their pants were on fire. Yeah, it was really like, good. There was, it was all Your pants grind, actually on all fire? hustle. Yeah, there was flames everywhere. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, the ice was That's melting. Incredible. Actually, the ice did look real rough. It the did first not look period, great. They were falling everywhere. That's something I've actually heard, though, because LCA houses both the Pistons and the Red Wings. Yeah, it's the removable ice. It's not permanent. It the, Detroit became one of the best ices in the league to the worst. Yeah. Like, instantly. Be, solely because of how that happens. Which is so frustrating. Yeah. There's a lot of large men on skates flopping everywhere. Yeah. Specifically from Tampa. It should be because cold weather you know, should help that, like, like if you look at, like, the list of, like, worst ice in the league, it's usually all the warm weather mm-hmm. um, um, arenas, solely because it's harder to keep yeah. inside as cold as it needs to Which be. Which feels really gutting, because we have the best on-ice crew, probably, in the league. Like, Al is an icon. Yeah. You know, like... And the arena itself is one of the best in the league as well. Yes, it's gorgeous. But anyways, some highlights from that game. Try smooth! My main man. Bracken's I crave, man. This is my caption for my for my video. It's or something. I crave violence and pizza, and you can get both of that game. So it was it was a win for me. Yeah, we, we might have actually lost, but my heart was satisfied. Yeah, you didn't actually get to see Giovanni throw hands. No, but, but it was close. It was close enough. We were real close, especially after the hit on Dylan. Oh my gosh! Which like we didn't really have a good angle of it because we we're on the opposite side of where it happened. Um, no, we saw it. The, no, the cross check. I saw the punch. The punch was very apparent. Yeah, I didn't really see the... I saw the cross-check. You saw the cross... Maybe mm-hmm. I just wasn't paying attention. Anyways. I didn't know it was Dylan Larkin, though. I was like, who's on the ground? Yeah, I saw him on the ground, and then I saw him stand up and just wallop Joseph. It was amazing. The guy so had it coming. Yeah, it was I don't not care. good. I think it was dumb, and he was suspended. Apparently, they all made up after that. Matthew, Joseph, and Larkin were like, yeah, he texted me. He said he was sorry, and I was like, I... They have cleared it. According to beat reporters, they have, like cleared the cleared the ice you know cleared the air leave me don't make that face at me that was a good one <sighs> this is why brecken's not official part of the pod Eh, she could be no i think it's my lack of sports knowledge and the fact that i'm i think maybe that's how we rebrand we should just be like people who talk about sports that don't like nearly know enough about sports as they should since they're starting a podcast you know what i mean like i feel like that'd be a really funny bit for a podcast because, like, Brecken, you say you don't know enough about sports. Noel and I definitely do not know enough about sports to have, like, this super in-depth podcast, even though we think we do. But Hold on. I just got a phone call from Chris. Do we want to let him in? This is a chaotic podcast. I think it'll be interesting. Connection is unstable. Oh, great. Corey froze. We're in the middle of... T- I, Chris is on the phone. He just called me. Um, Would you like to be a part of this podcast via phone? I'm Coming- here too, Chris. Brecken is also here. Coming back from the... Hold on. I'm going to put you on speakerphone. Would you like to be a part of the podcast ever? Chris, welcome to the pod. Hello. Wait, are you, have you guys talked wings yet? 
yet? We're in the middle of it right now. Okay, perfect. Put me on the mic. You're you there. Are. Okay, perfect. Hello, fans. This is uh, Chris of the CNC Replay. I have been off gallivanting with my wife. Um, we just left the Red Wings game. Humble brag. And holy cow, we got a great team. We got a freaking great team. I don't know why all Vegas had uh, Red Wings at plus 200. We wiped the floor with them. Just don't watch the first two quarters. But still, <laughs> um, periods. Quarters? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. We actually had defense tonight. Going into the third, Columbus had only like 14 shots on that. Cider played absolutely terrific. Raymond played great. First NHL goal. We're livid. Life is great. Um, one thing I want to talk about, though. So, but bad hit on Raymond tonight. Uh, he was he was out for a little bit, a couple minutes. Immediately after, he's on the line for Tuesday and Larkin. Bertuzzi and Larkin just jumped the guy. I forget who it is. But absolutely jumped him. And then, for the, you know, the guy fought back for some reason, but it was a roughing call on Bertuzzi. The whole crowd was pissed, and that's the only goal they got was on some dumb, stupid penalty. We're going to the Cup this year. It's happening. This is not just a hype train. We, we're, we're headed to the Cup. <laughs> You've heard it here first. Okay, I wonderful. think that's where the only place we're going to hear it. <laughs> Corey, he can't hear you because I don't have enough headphones. No, no, that's okay. That's okay. I, lo- I love you, Chris. He says he loves you. In the, in the future of this podcast, just because my wife and I are off enjoying the honeymoon that we haven't really had, so... Uh, hey, wait, hey, Chris, I have a question for you. I have an answer. Did, did you recently get married? Do you do you have a wife? I do have a wife. I recently got married. The wife and I are out doing uh, husband-wife things. I'm, I'm really glad for you. I'm glad you have a wife. Yes. Also, hello from uh, San Francisco, California. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we're in Sacramento right now. We're headed very to Lake cool. Tahoe tomorrow. Lake Tahoe. Oh, very cool. Hey, the NHL tried to play a game there one time. They did play a game they there. They play played a couple. It, it happened. Hey, everybody, in case you were wondering, Chris has a wife, and Noel and Brecken are in Sacramento, California, and Corey is a youth pastor in Indianapolis in his bedroom, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> Chris is going to say goodbye. Bye, Chris. Bye-bye. And that was our segment, a call from the car with Chris. I feel real bad for Ben. <laughs> Not only is Ben going to have to edit this podcast, but he's also going to have to edit our video from our trip to California. He volunteered to do that, though. Um, he asked it first. <laughs> but he was very enthusiastic. Oh, good Lord. Anyways, back on track with the pod. Can we go? Can this be recover? Can we recover from this? Anyway, the home opener was awesome. The home I, opener was awesome. I forget how much I love hockey until I'm actually there and how like how exciting it is. Even mm-hmm. if you're losing, which does suck, but I forget how much I love it. Even though I don't know all the technical words. Yep, she doesn't like the word crease. <laughs> I'm just calling it a little box, goal box. Yes, crease. <laughs> Um, anyway, and that's in this. I'm adding myself into the pod in this way, where I think we should all go to a game, and I'm including myself in that. I, I enjoy games. I also enjoy games. Let's yeah. do it. Um, okay, so some takeaways from opening night that are not atmospheric. Cider still looked a little timid, judging from Chris's reaction today. I'm, I'm seeing that he hopefully did better, because I didn't get to watch that game either. We were driving. So hopefully that continues to grow and get a little bit more assertive. The Dylan Larkin hit was totally unwarranted and awful and i don't condone what he did in retaliation but i do understand it i do i condone it (laughs) okay wonderful great you're different people than i am tyler bertuzzi getting four goals and four goals nailed it absolute beauty i'm telling giovanni smith 
Is it Giovanni or Giovanni? Giovanni. It's Giovanni. Not Gio. It's Giovanni. Giovanni Smith. He's up and coming. I said it the first time I saw him on the Griffin story a couple, a few years ago. He's my main man. There you go. Raymond continues to look solid, continues to be good in playmaking. Yes, he's got a couple little trip ups, but he's new. That's to be expected. Very excited to watch him progress. Yes, Corey. Scored his first goal tonight. It was pretty nice. He scored his first goal tonight. We can move on to the today's game if we want to. No, no, keep going. And then I also have uh, just a few notes from the Griffins home opener. Jonathan Bergeron, really excited to see that kid continue to progress. He was, even though Joe Valeno was easily the best player out there, Jonathan Bergeron was pretty close behind in terms of playmaking and just moving the puck around the ice. Like, he has really good hands and really good vision, so I'm excited to see him continue to grow in that organization. Yeah, there weren't a lot of notes from Griffins home opener because I feel like all of the, the guys that we're really looking forward to right now are in the wings. I will yes, say, ma'am. Joe Valeno, I was surprised that they didn't bring him up for this season. Yes, we're. there have been opportunities for him to come, especially if there are injuries later in the season. Yeah. That's what we're expecting. Well, I know. I was just shocked that he wasn't on the main roster. Yeah. Because I feel like they, from the little that I paid attention last year, I feel like he they called him up a lot. Yeah. So, so I, was a little, I was a little surprised that they picked Jeremy Smith over him. Because I feel like, but again, I wasn't paying attention a lot last year as much. Mm-hmm. Just like a snippets here and there. Yeah. But I well, was like, yeah. I was just surprised that they, like how it worked out. Yes. I don't think it's bad. But... That's understandable. But anyways, so those are my takeaways. Those, that's, that's my live reporting, uh, five days after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> Super good live reporting. Thank you. Thank you. I try very hard. <laughs> right when it happens, where you're there. Yes. I almost just said we, like I actually contributed to this. <laughs> Aren't you like four episodes behind on our podcast? It's a little bit more than that, but I did catch up. I will say, listening to your guys' voices at like even 1.5 speed, very weird. <laughs> it's also, I told Noel this, I listened to several episodes on one of our flights and I was like, I felt really bad and don't be offended by this, but you and Corey, because Chris wasn't on like any of the episodes, because that's how like I'm like so far behind. Mm-hmm. Um. I was like, you guys' voice were just so soothing that I was, like, falling asleep. <laughs> I was like, it's not because you guys are boring or the podcast isn't interesting. I think I just find you both so comforting now <laughs> as presences. <laughs> and I was, like, I was, and I was tired. But I, 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 yeah, I am behind. <laughs> all that to say. All that to say. I was going to say something, but I can't. <laughs> no, no yes, you have to. Say it. You have to now. Ben can edit no, I, it out. Ben edit the sound. No, I was going to make a joke about Noelle and I, but like the fact that you just said our voices are so comforting. I don't know what to say to that. Like, I legitimately don't. <laughs> Wait, what was the joke you were going to make? I was just going to say, I have the most soothing voice on the planet. That's what I was going to say. I mean, it still would have worked. That's all I was going to say. It still would have yeah. worked. It's not That's legitimately all I was going to say. Speed. I tried to do that. It's just alarming. I feel like you guys are all panicked. <laughs> And then I start getting panicked. Listen, we try to we try to keep it to like the 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 average podcast length of an hour, mm-hmm. and I feel like we stick pretty true to that. Yeah. Um, so I guess Brecken doesn't have time for an hour long that podcast. Not... She's got to do no. it in thirty minutes. I have a I don't have a job where I'm commuting anymore, or that's desk oriented. I have to be on my phone and like listening for voices, so I don't have the opportunity to listen to podcasts as much as I used to. 
I'm behind on almost all of them except literally one. Like, there's one me and her started listening to together, and I'm already three episodes behind. We caught up to two of them today in the car. And and the podcast started six weeks ago. <laughs> sure. So That's fair. Yeah. So That's fair. It's not you guys. Fair enough. Anyway, hey, I listen. feel like every time I'm around, this becomes a disaster, but maybe this is how it always is. <laughs> No, this is good. This is probably going to, as far as, like, entertainment value, this is probably going to be our most, like, like exciting podcast. This is true. Because it's just all over the place. Because it's just us making fun of ourselves yes. and Chris and his wife. Chris calls in live. <laughs> you weren't supposed to be on the pod, but that's okay because it's great that the two of you are, are there right now. Um, and we, like, changed mics, like, or headphones in between, like, while we were filming. And then Chris just calls both of us. I ignored him the first call, by the way. <laughs> he called me, too. I ignored it, too. And then I called him back. So, had that. Um, but anyway, we just, we're just talking about stuff that we like. And we like Detroit sports. And we like the Red Wings. And pizza and violence. And pizza and violence. Um, but final, uh, final thoughts on my end. Um, I'm sure you ladies have some other things that you'd like to say, but, uh, number one, uh, I would like to say out of the many, many false predictions I have made, one has seemed to ring true. And that's what I said as a opening night prediction that the Red Wings would lose to Tampa Bay in overtime. And you did it. I was correct. I didn't you know. nailed it. I didn't know that you did that. That's cool. If you caught up to the pod, you would okay, know that. Okay. <laughs> We've established I'm behind and I'm catching up. <laughs> But I think I think what's so important about that game is that we held the two-time Stanley Cup champions to overtime. And I think, mm-hmm. if not all of their goals, but most of them were scored on power plays. Yeah, I think. Yes. Was it all yes. of them or was it, well, not the last one, obviously, but. I think in the third period, in the third period, it was it was most of them. Yeah. I think the f- second one maybe was I think even there strength. were two back-to-back. Yeah. I think they were both. Yeah, I don't know. I'll say this. As much fun as it was and as important of a game it was to like to show to show out and look like there was some improvement, you can't lose that game. Oh no, it's bad. If they lose another game like that during the season, that's pretty inexcusable. What, they were winning I think six to two at some point. You can't lose a game like that, especially if you get four goals from one player, which by the way, Tyler Bertuzzi leads all the NHL in goals right now. He scored again tonight. He just said F you to all the haters and scored four goals in one night which anthony mantha did that on opening night and i was there for that game so <laughs> so moral of the story is we just need a cnc replay member at opening night and we'll score one player will score four goals no with combining our powers there would be eight goals scored by one player oh my gosh could you imagine what about 12 goals if all three of us are there well chris has to yet to prove his medal so right he needs to go solo to the next one and then we'll <clears> see what happens and then all three of us will go to the two years from now Correct. There we go. Perfect. That's a good assessment. Also, I'm going to have a hot take. I think Grice is going to end up being our mainline starter for the majority of the year. You don't think it's going to be even tandem? Nope. He started again tonight. He looked pretty good. Okay. Um, and I think that's that's what's going to happen because Grice Grice is weird. Um, with with the Islanders, he had he he had literally the worst season for a goalie in NHL history. Wow. Like via save percent, I think he had a sub nine save percentage, Ooh. and literally the next year wins the the Jennings Trophy for goalie with the highest save percentage. <laughs> the next year, let you look up Hockey Reference, whatever. Oh, I believe you. That quick of a turnaround. Um, so this this guy, there's there's a Vesna Trophy and the Jennings Trophy. The Vesna Trophy is for best goaltender, and the Jennings Trophy is for like the saves leader. Which I don't know how you can have two separate awards for that doesn't make any sense to me but that's have the nhl awards really ever made sense nope 
I feel like the more I learn about the NHL in general, nothing about it makes sense. You so. would be correct. We have an award for sportsmanship, which is cool that it's in hockey, but also like, eh, do we really need a sportsmanship award in a professional sports league? Eh. Reminds me of upward basketball. Like when the kid who's like not good at any sports gets like the gets like the green star. <laughs> that's that's what that is. But just kidding. LOL, that was me. I was gonna say that's also me. <laughs> that was me. No, I'm gonna make fun that was me as well. Like but also Datsuk won the Lady Bing like hundred and ten times, so we can't He's make fun dude. of that. He's a good dude. Um but so that's my hot take, Grice. Um and then I R- Raymond's here to stay. I don't think he'll go down at any point. I don't think he's going down either. Unless he gets hurt, um, I don't think he'll go down at any point. He'll just ride the rest of the rest of the year with the team. Yep. Um, and then I also heard things about uh, uh, Carter Rowney. Do you want to expound on that, or are you just saying we're keeping that? I mystery? heard things. Just just that he's a good skater. Um, he's he's a prototypical fourth line center is what you would want. Um, yeah. So I I don't expect him to go anywhere as well. Um, I think. I'm not saying he'll be like a, an X factor, um, but I think he could be uh, a solid player um, on that fourth line, which is what you need to replace Glenn Denning, who was your solid player. R.I.P. Which I haven't heard much about. Yeah, I know. I'll have to look into how Glenn Denning's doing, which he's probably doing great because he's beautiful and we all love him. But those are my thoughts. You guys talk a lot about him. We love him. I, I didn't say it was bad. I just said you guys do talk a lot about him. He's cute. I didn't disagree. Jeez, Brecken. I didn't disagree, did I? No, you did not. That's something I want to comment about California. I haven't seen way too many beautiful people. It's upsetting. <laughs> Even their law enforcement. All of them. There are a lot of hot people here. It's kind of, it's a... Uh... I feel very out of place. That's fair. I agree. Anyways, was there anything else to say about I don't think so. Anything? I think, no. Yeah. I think my only last thought is Danny DeKaiser looks rough he did not that I mean, man i don't know again i don't know a ton cool. but every time he was out we all kind of went <laughs> yeah and i feel bad saying that they're gonna have to bury him at the third line i know third line defenseman his body has just given up on him the poor guy he yeah it's it's bad it's not good in any regard which is surprising that he got the a i know it's like a leadership aspect thing yeah um but still if you're saying his body has deteriorated on him then he can't he might not even make it through the season right which is rough and part of me is wondering if it's like an honorific thing where it's his last year he's been here for so long like i think stuff like that just give him the eye like it's it does make sense no i'm in definitely in the leadership position role it makes sense but a's typically go to people who have a semblance of talent and i think danny DeKaiser has just vacated that circle yeah to end on a more positive note i do want to talk about all the captains that came out because we didn't get to celebrate. oh that was cool oh my gosh so i about cool. cried <laughs> when they announced that was really when cool. they announced that um hank Lindstrom and nick and yeah when they were there i literally hit noel so hard yeah i probably have and a we bruise were, on my yeah, arm we were all like screaming it was so happy to see like all of them there yeah yeah, it was, it was, really, it was cool. really awesome just to... Yeah, and then Tampa started skating out in the middle of that. And we oh were my like, gosh, they got booed so hard. you? They got rude. booed so... It was super rude. But again, happy note. It was really cool. And the picture, if, if y'all haven't seen it, I'm sure you have, you should go look at it. It's on the... Yes. Red Wings page. Corey. No, I... Keep going. Keep close. And then that I'll was, have one That was thing. all I was going to say. I was like, I think that... Yeah. I think, like, the whole... I recorded, like, the whole, like, intro... 
ceremony ceremony yeah. thing and then like a lot of that part it was awesome i think lca which i still have qualms with the name of the arena it, it is a great arena it's great for entertainment it's great for it's a great venue so going there even when it is kind of empty not that it will be it, it's just a good experience so if you ever can they have lots of sales especially kind of right now <laughs> <laughs> i get notifications every other day but yeah yeah, it I was think... it was a good night. And even though we lost, everyone was disappointed. But I think everyone was like, I think it's still going to be a good season for us. Yeah, yeah. I was I would like danced out of the arena because I was so happy. She's Just... like, I need, I wasn't surprised, and I was like, I was a little surprised. I wasn't. I but... was like, nah, they're going to lose this Tampa Bay. But, but okay. yeah, I did actually almost cry when Larkin and Zetterberg hugged because Lark because it was like mm. the it was like the five older um captains in the front and he like went up and like shook hands with all of them and then he just gave z a big hug and i was like yeah. oh, okay it's fine and i gave nick like a slightly less big hug and i can't remember if he hugged or shook eiserman's hand you have that on video somewhere we'll look later yeah. but it was just it was just good all around good times no that's awesome i i think of all the things that I missed about opening night. That would have been, I I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would have been really cool. Cause like the Red Wings are all about legacy yes. and whatnot. And to have like the living captains like come down on the, like, that's just, how can you not love that mm-hmm. as a fan? Like, yeah. that's just really cool. Um, one final thing. I don't know if this was like word around the league or not. Um, but the Red Wings definitely have some sort of toughness to them. Toughness, chippiness, whatever you want to call it. Like, I don't know if somebody was like, the reputation of the Red Wings, like, oh, they're a soft team. They're not putting up with anything this year. No, that is something I told Noel. I was like, I don't think I've seen hockey this scrappy in a long time, at least Mm -hmm. like from them. Because like, again, I've been in and out of like watching it. Like, it's just a really casual, like I am definitely a casual fan. Yeah. But like, it, I, it felt very reminiscent of hockey that I grew up watching. Sure. More than, like, the last few years that I've seen. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then, for me, I love stuff like that within reason. I don't yeah. want I don't want blades slicing anybody's neck on accident or anything. No, but, that would not be fun. Yeah. But it was very scrappy, and they were not, they were not putting up with anything. Mm-hmm. Anything. And, like, oh, we didn't even talk about the best part of the night. Mo Sider, oh, <laughs> taking the puck away from Victor Hedman after the whistle blow, standing up to three other to three Lightning's players, pushing back, fighting back. I love this kid. I am all in. He is now my Red Wing. I love this kid so that much. So funny. I just think of my little brother who's like the same age as him and, I'm and like, the same height. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's like my little brother on skates. Hanging out with grown men. Excuse me, what? Harry Styles looking rear end. <laughs> he doesn't look like Harry Styles. He looks like a golden retriever. Yeah. yeah, he does. He's straight up golden retriever in human form. I think so too. Anyways, but I think that's just another aspect of what Brecken was talking about. Like, not giving. Like, even at, like just not like the taking... tiny instigating. They're just like, oh man. Yeah. We're ready. Just not taking it from anybody. Yeah. Not even the Stanley Cup champs, which I love. Not even them. Which, no, it's good to see. It's good to see the improvement. Now, this is something you can build off of. Three straight games with points, two of them coming from outright victories. Um, Not much more that you could want from the start of your year. Um, So super pumped and excited to see that happening um, as well. But as of now, my prediction of the eighth seed in the playoffs looks pretty good. 
It does look pretty good. I don't know that Looks I'm going to hold good. out to that, but it does look pretty good. It's a long season. Three games out of 82. A lot can change from then. And so probably will. Probably will. However, um, we have to. We're at 44. The 44 minute mark. So we have to move on. Um, Pistons. Um, Pistons start their season tomorrow, but by the time you're listening to this, they might have already started it. Um, Cade Cunningham slated to not play due to his ankle injury. Honestly, I don't think you should look too much into that. Um, they're just trying to be cautious a little bit there. Of course, be as cautious as you want because you want to have Cade Cunningham as healthy as you can for the rest of the season. Um, plus, he's your he is now your bonafide franchise player and bonafide superstar without even playing a game of basketball, which is a weird spot to be in for the Detroit Pistons. This is honestly uncharted uncharted waters. We haven't Detroit has kind of developed their superstars, especially when you look back at to like the you know the time to go to work Pistons in 04. But now you have the lottery pick plopped right in there and it's like yep he's your guy and he hasn't even played a single minute yet so be cautious with him i mean the the improvement of the team from the previous years will help carry you through for however long he's out um and it doesn't seem like it would be too long i don't know i i don't know if they're just keeping everything under wraps completely and trying to like like maybe it's a more serious injury i don't think so i just think that they're trying to be cautious um and be cautious because this at the you know at the end of the day this season doesn't really matter um and i we knew that with the lions so and we were preaching how entertaining the pistons were to watch even though they were losing games um and that's something that we can't say about our beloved lions so if you can still keep doing that while being competitive and then also getting another high lottery pick why not keep doing that? Yeah. Um, so I'm not looking too much into that. Um, but I do want to talk about uh, Kelly Olynyk, who's kind of was an afterthought mm-hmm. uh, for this team. And a lot of fans were like, eh, why do we sign Kelly Olynyk?" I've heard nothing but good things about Kelly Olynyk via Pistons Twitter. Um, he's played pretty well in the preseason. Um, also, Jeremy Grant had a huge performance against the Andre Drummond uh, revenge game in Philadelphia. I think he was 10 of 12 from the field, which pretty good mm-hmm. um so that's cool was that the game that he did that that he had the like the spin around dunk that was the game yeah that was beautiful it was so good i wish it was against drummond but it was not it was not however still all good things um but no kelly olenek as in not even a i guess a full off season but not even in a game played has become a leader that's the word that's been thrown around about this guy what more could you want with a team of young impressionable uh nba players with then a guy who's at you know playing down low and is going to lead this team whenever he's on the court that's great because a um that's a veteran presence but b that takes a lot of pressure off of younger guys uh so like if a if a guy like isaiah stewart slips up which you're probably going to see because he's just so like such a young player or like a guy like Cade cunningham got all the pressure of the world the weight of the franchise on him i'm not saying kelly olenek is a franchise game changer but i'm saying that if he can take some of that pressure off of these guys that's what you want and so i think Everything that we've seen with this Pistons team is a bit of the perfect storm of how you want to develop a young team. You're losing games, but your individual performances are good. You have good players, and you have players, A, who want to be here, but B, who want to, uh, you know, see some success with this. Because Cade Cunningham, as soon as you drafted him, bought in. 
bought into this team. Yeah. And and then guys who are coming here are taking advantage of their opportunities here, like a Kelly Olenek, like a Luca Garza working as hard as he possibly can to get a roster spot and earning a roster spot as well. So as we're on the eve of the Pistons season, which they open against the Chicago Bulls, which is going to be a really good matchup because they've reloaded their whole roster, I'm excited to see how this train progresses because I would be very, very shocked if they took a step backwards. To be completely honest, I don't know how you can take a step backwards from last year because they were not very good, um, even with the player development. However, I think they'll continue to be an exciting basketball team. Veteran leadership, veteran leadership on on the on the benches with uh, Coach Casey, because I, I even from the beginning, even though he hasn't had the success that he had, I think Dwayne Casey is one of the best coaches in the NBA. I think a lot of people would agree with that. Maybe when I say best, I would say top 10 top 10 coach in the NBA. And I think a lot of people would agree with that statement. Perfect Storm. Maybe that's the title of this episode. Probably not because it's way too chaotic to be called Perfect Storm. I think it should be, are you not entertained? Or that should be pizza it. and violence. I already have it titled, uh, I Crave Pizza and Violence. Yes! Why? Well, okay, so, sweet. so important. <laughs> Perfect. It's better than the last one. Length and girth. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting i actually i thought you were behind i told her Mm. i screenshotted it (laughs) and i said this is disgusting that was maybe yeah it was all Corey. maybe i'll stop listening maybe i won't catch up i think i said (laughs) it's get your head out of the gutter okay jeez no Mm -mm. we're not having this discussion ben edit this out Nope. Get your head. Ben. Ben can't hear you. Ben can't save you. Ben can eventually. And Ben is my friend. And I have a birthday slash Christmas gift waiting for him in my house. So you better be nice, or I'll keep it for myself. <laughs> Do it. You won't. You're right. I won't. Because <laughs> I'm really excited <laughs> about it. So yeah, those are my thoughts. Um, excited to see how this team meshes. But ladies, any anything? Well, from I was going to ask you if you were going to see them. If you were going to ever come home for a Pistons game, or if you're just going to see them in Indianapolis when they play the Pacers. Uh, definitely we'll try to do that. I think that'll be a lot of fun. And then also give me a reason to go watch an NBA basketball game live. Um, but if I'm ever at home, unfortunately, my precedence will go to Red Wings games. Sorry. And I don't I don't think anyone would expect any less. I was just saying, do you plan on seeing them when they're in Indy? I play yes, absolutely. And then I've been since I live in Indy and such since it's such a basketball town. And plus, once I'm done with this podcast, as soon as possible, I'm going to go downstairs and watch the Lakers Golden State Warriors game because that's all they do here. They watch basketball in Indianapolis or in Indiana. Yeah, the Pacers. That's something I was just about to say. I was like, the Pacers are so important to Indiana. Like they're like everything. I know so many people who love pace the Pacers and who love going to games, even who don't like basketball. Interesting. I. The state of Indiana doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> you do know I work for the Pacers. I know. Right? I I think either Noelle told me or I've caught up to the point in the podcast where you say that. I did think of you when I was just down there and I drove past. I was like, oh. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I just didn't say hi. She was like, hey, I was in Indianapolis and I didn't say hi. And I'm like, oh, cool. Next time I'm in Michigan, I'm not going to say hi to you either. You never let me know when you're in GR. So we're not even going to have that discussion. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a secretive guy. It's just, uh, I, I work I work in the shadows. Just kidding, I don't do that. That's weird. <laughs> no, I just, I don't know. Okay, bad Okay, man. hold on. Time out. Time out. I'm going to say this. Cornerstone ruined me in this respect because 
if you go to a small Christian college, everybody knows your business. I was, I was talking to this girl, um, who I was interested I in. Talking. Well, no, like nothing was official. Like I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Keep going. I'm and sorry. it became official, but like I literally had like three or four conversations, like starting to like, you know, set up a, like a time to actually go out on an official date. And somebody told me that like, oh, I hear that you're dating so and so. And like, um. I don't know who told you that because we're not like our first date is like Friday. So <laughs> like, I don't know who told you that if she told you that cool, I guess good for me. But like I work in the, I don't want anybody to know my business until I know my business first. So that's fair. And that unfortunately trickles into like, like just like randomly going home for things, which is, you know, that's a downfall. It's okay. I have several friends that are like that. And I get, I do get it to a certain respect because whenever I do go back to Indiana, I'm like, I can't tell anyone because if I tell anyone, I have to tell everyone and I don't want to see everyone. That's true. I don't have that problem. I have two sets of friends, one in Grand Rapids, <clears throat> one in Detroit, and I need places to sleep in Detroit. So everybody knows when I'm there. That's fair. Love that. Yeah. Actually, it's becoming like that for me for Grand Rapids, too. Like, I, I have now have way too many friends who live over there, so I'm just like, I'm just not going to tell them that I'm going to be there, and I'm just going to hang out with Noel. <laughs> anyway, all I have to say, I hope, have you been to it? No, because you weren't there when they were No, I was there. You. I was, I went to the Pistons Pacers game last year. It was. Did you like it? Was it fun? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I was actually impressed with uh, Plumley. Um, everyone thought he was just this big, goofy white guy, but I mean, man, guy got buckets. He really did. <laughs> that's funny. I, that's one thing I never did when I lived down there. I didn't go. I didn't go to a Colts game, and I didn't go to any concerts or a Pacers game. But and you lived in the middle of nowhere. So. And I lived in the middle of nowhere, where all we did for fun was go hang out at a Love's truck stop. Or drive 30 minutes east of where we were to a donut shop um, affectionately known as Dirty Dan's. <laughs> yes, I do know of I do know of Dirty Dan's. Yeah, that's where all my... That's where, my dad went there with me once at Which, one in the morning. It just, it just sounds like the beginning of a Dateline episode. I mean, probably. I'm sure that Dateline's been down there. <laughs> Brecken Mumford was last seen at Dirty Dan's Donuts. <laughs> Exactly. No, it would at one thirty four a.m. with one glazed chocolate sprinkle donut left on the sidewalk. <laughs> Rude. Like you think I would have made my kidnappers turn around and pick up the donut? Maybe you got two. I don't know. That's true. My order there was always a chocolate. It was a yeast donut filled with like chocolate frosting, and then I got a strawberry milk. That's what I got every single time I went because I am a three year old. What is this episode? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I really blame myself. It's like, truly. I will take all the blame for this. <laughs> Don't worry. You're going to get it. You're going to get all the blame. It's fine. I'm used to it. I just am an agent of chaos. It's, no. No, this is this is great. Now, maybe that's what it should be. Agent of chaos is what this episode should be called. We've talked about what this episode should, should be called for like an hour now. <laughs> but that's okay. That's fine. This what makes this episode so great. All right. Anything else for the good of the the good of the order, as my boss would say, for the for the Pistons or, or for, for the, the Pistons. Pistons for anything um, else? I've got some closing thoughts about baseball, but it won't take too long. But you guys, if you have anything, well, I was just gonna say something stupid about the Pistons. I was like, I've only been to two Pistons games ever in my life, 
and they were really fun, even though I literally did not care about what was going on on the court. Fair enough. They were fun. I think I think Detroit sports know how to entertain, even if you're not having fun. Like even, even if, if the sports aren't good. There you go. <laughs> Boom shakalaka. You're having fun if you're not having fun. We're having fun. Sports are bad. Having fun. Corey, what are you talking about? Baseball. The Tigers. No, nothing's because it's the off season with the Tigers. Haven't heard much. Um, I know Eric Haas was at opening night, so that was cool. It's, it was so again, cute. Lots of lots of fun stuff about how each of like the sports teams support each other. So that's awesome. That's we've talked about that before. Um, I will say this: this is a mini Corey's corner. I'm only going to take like two minutes. Um, there's so the Tampa Bay Rays were the best team in the American League, and they've reshaped <laughs> what? Now you're laughing at me. Vain, not you. Good not Lord. you. Sorry, there's something in my eye. There was, <laughs> was a weird sound, and I turned into Wild because I was like, "Did you hear that weird sound?" And then she goes, "That was my eye." It's the, just continue. We're gonna mute the mic. Continue with your story. Good Lord. Okay, so Tampa Bay Rays. I can't even talk about anything serious right now. These two are just unbelievable. But Tampa Bay Rays reshaped the game of baseball. Um, they've they're a team that lost their number one starter um, and then go on to win a franchise record 100 games for their season. And what they do is that they have consistently opening bullpen games and they rely on the strength of their bullpen throughout the entirety of the season. Um, they were eliminated by a wild card team. Boston Red Sox caught fire. Were really were the hottest team in baseball as far as offensive wise, and just wiped up the Tampa Bay Rays out of out of anywhere. Same kind of thing with uh, the San Francisco Giants, who had 107 wins, which was a record for them as well, and prevented the defending champion Dodgers from doing the same, winning the division, and they had to play the wild card game um, for themselves. But they did this thing where they relied. I have actually something to contribute. Oh, good. I'd love to hear Oh, that. I didn't know. <laughs> I did not know we were live. I was yeah, going to say, I, did, I was like, not to talk about the, the fact that we're in California again, but I didn't know because I kind of tuned out once the Tigers were kind of just like done. I was like, I don't know what's going on anymore. I don't care. But when we got to San Francisco and we drove, we walked, we walked, we walked past, we walked past their stadium. It was like winners. And I was like, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know at all until we got there, and then Noel texted you that we walked by, and you were like, get some discounted merch, but I didn't know, so, like, it's interesting just to hear you talk about how baseball's still technically happening, and I'm just not. And I love it. Final four teams, too, are teams that, other than the Dodgers, really teams that weren't supposed to be where they were at. The Atlanta Braves... I kind of love it when stuff like that happens. Not all the time, but I do, I do love, not necessarily even, like, underdog stories, but when people just, like catch fire and they're just like we're going we're going all the way we're doing it yeah we're going after it um but what i want to talk about a little bit is the bullpen like piece so these teams relied heavily on their bullpens and um essentially what the rays did they ran out of gas so they had a great bullpen and then they did these bullpen games in the postseason and they relied on pitchers who had never been in that sort of spotlight before high leverage whatever um, and I think they started two young guys on short rest, um, and they kind of faltered. A little bit kind of happened with the Giants, but in a different fashion. Had a great bullpen, and because they used that bullpen so much throughout the regular season, they were taxed for the postseason. And the Dodgers 
are a team with a lot of talent because they have like a bajillion dollar payroll. Who <laughs> say money, money, money. Money. Um, but they did something really strange for game five of their elimination series with the, the Giants on the road. They started a middle relief guy who pitched for an inning and got to A, once it was to his spot in the lineup, they didn't have to have the pitcher hit. They just pinched hit for him. Um, and then brought in their best hitting starting pitcher in like the third inning. So you get the best offensive upside for three innings um, with having position players come in and pinch hitting. And then also for the rest of the game, you have your best hitting offensive pitcher to carry you for however long the game goes. So I, I think these teams that are doing well, because it's it's proven that the Rays have done well with this strategy in the regular season, you still have to have these, these like, elite pitching uh, players in the postseason. Because Max Scherzer, who is a starting pitcher, got the save in Game 5 and is going to win the, AL, or the NL Cy Young Award this year, probably, for the National League. Um, and he's not a closer. He's a starting pitcher. But yet he stepped up in a big situation and got the save in a hostile environment playing against the Dodgers' top rivals. So I think teams will fail if they have these if have these strategies and they don't have this high-end pitching when they need it outside of the bullpen. Um, so pay attention to this because um, the playoffs will kind of play off play out in this way. Which team is going to have the best starting pitching is usually what's going to happen and who's going to win the World Series. It happened in 2019 with the Washington Nationals. They just rotated through three dudes, but they were playing at the top of their game, and then they relied on, like, three bullpen pitchers who, A, if they started giving up runs, they just went to the next guy until it worked, and then they just rotated heavily through those guys until they won the World Series. Um, so pay attention to that. Baseball's still exciting, even though the Tigers aren't in it. Um, sports. Yay, sports. And scene. And see. Uh, that's all. Yeah, I have no comments. I haven't been paying attention to nearly any postseason baseball, so apologies for that. I genuinely forgot baseball was still going until we saw it at the screen at the restaurant on Saturday. Like it Watch was, it. I really forgot. I was like, oh my gosh, Boston! <laughs> Alright, anything else? Any more mm -mm. thoughts? No thoughts. Comments, questions, or concerns? Nope. I don't think so. Alrighty. Thank you once again, everybody, for listening to the CNC replay. It's been a chaotic one. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it made you laugh. We would really appreciate a follow on all of our social medias. This at CNC Sports Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Also, feel free to subscribe and rate us five stars, specifically on Apple Podcasts. It really helps boost our ratings and boost our viewership. We love you all. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey everybody, this is Noelle. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the CNC Replay. Please subscribe and rate us five stars as it really helps us out. And give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at CNC Sports Pod. We'll see you next week. Oh my gosh, that was spooky. <laughs>